0: hey everyone welcome to game face this is actually not a numbered episode of game face this is a special one-off special edition of game face where we're just going to discuss the game awards and all the big announcements Um, This is our last stream of 2019, and uh, it's actually a combo stream. So we're going to do this very short, very fun episode of Game Face, and then we're going to stop down, dip to black, wait a minute or two, and then come back up and do our Game of the Year awards for 2019. So here we are in Game Face. We really just have (laughs) one topic for this episode, and we're going to talk about the Game Awards, obviously a huge event, That happened late last week. I'm glad we're getting here early to be able to talk about it before it's kind of yesterday's news. Um, What are your overarching opinions of the show in general? Um, I think the
1: uh, reveals and the trailers and presentation are top-notch. I think the awards part is hilariously laughable. Um, Do you think it's
0: better than last year, than how they handled it last year? It seemed like there were more awards on the
1: air. A little bit. Um, I still don't think they – if you want me to take those awards seriously, you have to take them seriously yourselves. And, like, having Jeff stand up there and list off minor award categories, like – in ra- like like the micro machines guy, some of them aren't even minor though. I yeah. mean some of them are big. Well, some of like, I mean, Disco Elysium comes up and gets best. I think it was best narrative, and then and they then just like, shut oh, in. By the way, they also get best RPG. It's like best <laughs>
0: RPG isn't also they get. Like, it, I mean, crazy. It, shouldn't best RPG be the one that you actually focus on, and then yeah. say best narrative is the sidecar? <laughs>
1: it's just like it's it's so weird. I mean, yeah. I know we're all here because it's a it's entertainment It's a commercial. You're here to watch the trailers, premieres, and the new consoles and stuff. But, like, if you really wanted me to believe that this is an awards show first, which seems to be the PR line for this, you got to treat the awards like they're a reason to care. And they don't. Um, Do you think
0: they'll ever get there? Because, look, he's... Jeff has his finger on the pulse. He knows what the feedback is on the Game Awards. He knows that this is yeah. something people have complained about for a while. Do you, but he also knows that it doesn't matter. Yeah, like
1: people tune in for the for the commercials, for the trailers and the reveals. They, I mean, you can do whatever you want with these awards, and no one will stop watching next year. I mean, people are we're here for the news. We're not here for the honors. I think you know? the awards
0: are there for the industry because yeah. if the, if he doesn't give out hardware to prominent developers and publishers, then they are less likely to want to work with him on future shows. They're far less likely to show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's I, like – I would also say there's a little like – you're still a little in the
1: in the dark on the selection process because you're dealing with like a certain se- – I, I don't know who is the judge panel. I, I understand it's fairly large, 50 or 60 people on a panel or something. But here's the thing. I'm very happy Disco Elysium – won four awards they but they won debut indie best indie Best Narrative, and Best RPG, and they were not nominated for Game of the Year, but Outer Worlds, which won nothing, was. Yeah. So, Consistency. what is this? Consistency is tough. I mean, that's... It is, but the reason that Disco Elysium wasn't nominated for Game of the Year because too many people in the judging panel didn't play it because it was a PC exclusive. Yeah. Next year, when it hits consoles... All of a sudden. Was, all of a sudden, everyone's like, <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe this game. I missed this Of course you missed this game because you don't play anything on PC. I'll say this, and I'm though. not a PC snob. I'm just saying, like... You run into that all the time where, like, a great game hits PC only and just no one pays attention to it. That's why it's great that Untitled
0: Goose Game was also on the Switch. Yeah. (laughs) Because people actually played it. You're right. That's a good point. It is difficult when you're giving out a ton of awards to maintain consistency. In fact, yesterday when I was putting together my picks for our Game of the Year awards, I spent hours, like, going back and forth looking. Because we're also doing a Top 10 Games of uh, 2019 video that will go Mm -hmm. up like later in the holiday holiday i had to make sure that there weren't any conflicts of interest between that and our awards i had to make sure that there were not any conflicts of interest across the awards it's very hard it was very hard when i did it at game trailers and everywhere else that i've done it uh so i do forgive a couple slip-ups here and there but that is a glaring Mm -hmm. sort of problem there what about the musical guests what did you think of them i mean they're very high quality um i didn't even know grimes was going to be there i know most people probably have no idea who she is I love Grimes. Uh, I didn't right. even know she was going to be at the show until literally the show's going, and I'm like typing out the show log in the comments on Sifted, and they're like, "In Grimes." I was like, "What?" Gr-? Like, mm-hmm. I love Grimes. I love games. I know the Game Awards. I didn't even know she was going to play. Be there? Was it maybe a surprise because it was a Cyberpunk? Surprise. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I'm, and also, like, who knows how long that took to finalize? Yeah. You know? That was like- a. I hate that she lip-synced because the weird part is she never does that. Like, she is a great performer. Like, she creates all her music. She sings all her music. Like, she does everything. She produces everything. Mm-hmm. And it's weird for her to perform that way, but that integration with Cyberpunk, that was a really cool performance as far as how they integrated the agree. game into I mean, it's it.
1: a cool performance. I don't know if we needed to spend five minutes on it um, yeah. with no new footage or anything of the actual game. Yeah. Um, my other thing is that he, introdu- that he introduced that a bit by saying like you know how music is obviously one of the most important parts of games but best music best score original <laughs> soundtrack was not in the main show it was in the pre-show yeah like which is it you know like that's the thing is like i don't have any issue with the, pr- the pr- production value is top-notch uh the musical numbers are top-notch although green day's connection to the to games is a little tenuous, tenuous. <laughs> yeah. um made a lot more sense because yeah, the yeah. death Stranding connection and all that I mean, I mean everyone i know who went was thrilled they got to see green day live but yeah. like and I know they're like related to Beat Saber, but it's like but really come loosely, on. Like, yeah. Um, like they're just about to release a couple songs for Beat Saber. That's, yeah, yeah. But like, uh, so, but all that is like good. It's just like I don't know. Like, and the Muppet thing is great. Like that. I mean, I didn't think I it was thought the as, show. I really thought the show was awesome. Yeah, I, I just want to make sure. The I get that out there. The problem is like the award parts are the weak link. Yeah. And and it's an award show. And it's, it's so, the game well, awards. It's, it's a commercial. Like, yeah, like, yeah. It, it, but, like, it's just, if you want this to be taken seriously as an award show, you have to take the award seriously. That's, like, my main criticism, really.
0: Do you think it was too long? No. I, I mean, got to about the 90-minute, almost two-hour mark, and I started looking at the watch. because they're, Really? Because there was, like, an hour and a half left. Oh, I know. Point. That's <laughs> like, what I'm saying. It's like, a four-hour show. It's really long. I, I mean, I, award shows are like that.
1: It's really long. Um, It is. And there's
0: a a lot of fluff in there. Like, do we really need, like, all these indie studio reveals in it? Like, mm -hmm. well, I mean, it depends.
1: Like, if you want to kind of pare it down to, like, bigger stuff, you could do that probably next year. I feel like this year, he had the best show he could possibly put together. Yeah, it was great. Because you only had so many people, so many things. I mean, he had a console reveal, which is crazy. Yeah. He showed the first PS5 game. Like, yeah. We're going to get to the reveals. Jeff, like, put together the absolute best set of reveals you could possibly have in December 2019 yeah absolutely like it, it is it was a phenomenal piece of show stacking basically
0: yeah I thought the show was great um you know obviously I have a couple nitpicky issues that I think as it,
1: but as a commercial product it was exceptional as an award show it was rather lackluster and look at the the crowd is full now Yeah, crowd's full they got and the other I've had ni- several people tell me that
0: they, you know a lot of the crowd was is paid but
1: yeah, but the other nice thing is like the front of the crowd there, when they pan over the front of the crowd, I recognize almost everyone in those first three rows. Yeah, yeah. They There's, got the like, right people up people. there. So it yeah. looks legit. It looks like the, the luminaries are there. Yep. Um, you get to see all these people you like in games kind of all rubbing shoulders, which is very Oscar-ish. Yep. Um, so that's well done. Like, just
0: having the crowd, though, because last year when they would do the crowd shots, like the whole back half of the yeah. of the arena was empty. Not well, this year.
1: Well, the trick they did here is they just didn't light the, uh, yeah, the mezzanine. It's, it's all so. blacked out back then. So that's, yeah. that's solid. Uh, and they
0: also made sure everybody sat down below instead yeah. of up in the mezzanine. I do so. think they should mic the crowd yeah, because um, it yeah. sounds
1: too quiet, even though like if you're there, I'm sure it isn't. But like it sounds like no one's reacting to the jokes and stuff. Yeah. Um, that would be my main thing, mic the crowd. The other qu- thing is, like, I don't know if Jeff as the host makes a lot of sense. I realize that it's the point is for him to do it, these things. I mean, it's his show. It's <laughs> his show. But like yeah. my main thing would be like the production value is so high now. Um and, like, the new hotness in award shows is pretty much no host. No host, yeah. Because there was all um, those
0: controversies around the Oscars, and they were like, you know what? We just want not yeah. have a host. We'll have different people that come up to present.
1: And it might, you know, it's either that or, like, maybe consider, I know you have a lot of the eSports stuff because they think that that's necessary to get eyeballs on it or get people, you know, the eSports guys to retweet it and they have huge followerships and stuff. But it's like, if you're just going to stand up there and read it off like a recipe, like, and not even have anyone do, like, a video acceptance speech or anything, like, I don't know who these people are. It just, it feels like you're rushing through your vegetables to get to the next trailer and, like, the awards really mean something, you shouldn't be doing that. And I know it just makes you, it makes the show longer. Yeah. But, like, maybe cut a couple trailers for indie things nobody cares about and treat these awards like they actually mean something.
0: I think that's fair. All right, let's actually talk about all the reveals because there were a ton. Uh, I will say this um, when I was preparing for this episode and gathering B-roll and kind of figuring out what we were going to talk about. I think the impression I had after the show ended, watching it live, I had a better impression of the reveals than after I actually kind of collected all the big ones and put them together. They're still amazing. Like he did an incredible job, and undoubtedly got as much as he could ever get at this time of year in the game industry, and Mm -hmm. in this in this period too. This year, yeah, yeah, before we're switching to a new you know generation and everything. I think he did a great job. Um, but let's talk about the biggest one and just a total shocker to me that this was there yeah I would never have called this at Xbox all. series X we finally have the name of the next Xbox it's not Xbox 2 it's not Scarlet. it's just Xbox yeah I guess it is is they've just kind of gone just back to Xbox they're just gonna call things series, series whatever whatever yeah so, so I
1: would expect a series you know I, I think we're looking at anaconda here yep I, I would not be surprised if this if uh the Lockhart, Lockhart was series, series s, s. s. Yeah, I, I said I, the same and thing. I bet you'll get us like a series c or something yep. for cloud for yeah. the one with no disk drive yep
0: i, I agree a thousand in so fact I, and that means that that is a generation proof name yeah i system i had that epiphany when i was shooting the latest round of pactor factor the new episode of pactor factors up by the way where he also talks about the game awards and xbox series x so if you want his take head on over to the site when our stream is done and you can check that out uh, but i had that epiphany when i was talking to him about it i was about the name and i was like wait a minute like Mm-hmm. Xbox One X, Xbox One S, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S is probably mm-hmm. coming. So you're right. I think Lockhart also is probably going to be called Xbox Series S. They've gone from the X-Bone to the S
1: Xbox Sex. Yeah.
0: So – what do you think of the name, though? I mean, it
1: gets it done. I mean, who cares what the name of things are, really? I yeah, mean, I mean, once the, the, the Wii? can sell.
0: <laughs> All bets were off after the Wii. I, I just think. hope it can lay down. I guess it, it can. can. Yeah, it absolutely can lay down. That was my biggest concern after seeing this trailer, and it was very quickly confirmed. I think GameSpot did an interview with Phil mm-hmm. Spencer where he was like, yeah, you can set it sideways. But what do you think of that? I mean, it's not even a design. It's just a it's parallelogram. A, it looks like a monolith. It looks like a monolith from 2001, like, thicker. I mean, have we just gotten to the point where form factors just don't really matter anymore? I mean, is this Microsoft saying, you know what? Nobody cares anymore. I mean, they kind of did that with
1: Xbox One, to be honest. Somewhat. I mean, it it is true. Nobody cares. I mean, have I ever not bought a system because of, like, physical aesthetics? Of course not. Yeah. I mean, it's nice when they look cool or whatever. Also, like, I don't know. Like, maybe Microsoft knows more about, you know, research than I do and this is what the kids want like kids want something simpler something boxier like you know what we think of as futuristic is not what futuristic is anymore you know it's a foot tall Yeah, it's definitely the biggest Xbox ever. If you
0: stand it vertically, it's 12 inches high. I have
1: have a friend of mine online, like, did, like, the calculations for volume, and it is, by volume and mass, the largest Xbox, even bigger than the original. Bigger than the OG
0: one. (laughs) I mean, it makes sense. With all that, you need a lot of cooling and things like that. Yeah, he
1: actually theorized that, like, it might be mostly empty space
0: in there to keep the cooling going. It could be. Um, I... uh, Unlike you, I don't really care about form factor all that much, as long as it's functional. So, as long as this thing will fit in my entertainment center, which I'm not 100% sure, looking at kind of the slots in my entertainment center, if that sucker's going to fit in there. Even even sideways.
1: Yeah, it's a question.
0: But uh, I don't really care. It seemed like most of the feedback on the form factor was not great, but I don't think it really matters. No. Um, If you wait a few years, it'll probably be a skinnier one anyway. Yeah, I mean, it basically is just a PC shuttle tower. Yeah. It's just a smaller tower PC. Um, I mean, it's basically a TriCaster box. Right? It is kind of yeah. It's about the sub. Actually, it's bigger than our a Tri-Caster. bigger than TriCaster. It's yeah. taller. But uh, yeah, I don't really have a problem with the name. I think it's not great. I just hope that Microsoft sticks with this and and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> Xbox Series, whatever. Yeah, I think they will. Just keep going. Like, we don't need weird names anymore. Of course, they're going to have, you know, development names and dev kit names and things like that. But the final product, let's find something and stick with it, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's smarter for consumers, too. I think it'll be better for Microsoft in the end. Um, any any other thoughts on Xbox Series X? I mean, all we got really was the form factor Damn, and the name. really. I mean. No more details other than form that. Form factor and we saw a game, and that's about it. Yep. Speaking of which, that game, Hellblade 2, Senua's Raid, or Senua's Saga. Mm. Um, are you surprised there's a sequel coming for Hellblade? It's the first game after Microsoft acquired Ninja Theory? No. I mean, it's Ninja Theory's most praised game in
1: maybe forever. And, uh, you know, it's definitely the, their property that I think could benefit the most from some really real expansion. And, uh, you know, budget boosting. It's a great and, game,
0: uh, without a doubt. If you guys remember, this was uh, what Ninja Theory called the first AAA indie. Right. That was kind of the, what they were banding know, And they about. also
1: announced this week that, they, you know, in conjunction with this, they're starting, like, this charity drive thing for uh, yeah. mental illness. Because her, you know, she famously the first game used a lot of, like, actual consulting from mental illness experts to kind of portray her psychosis. And I, it looks like they're really doubling down on that in this yeah. one. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it should be very interesting to see how they kind of up the scale, but also keep the thoughtfulness. Also, first confirmed in-game yeah, Xbox what, this Series is, X footage. This is what launch games will look like on this thing. Which is currently. pretty... Freaking Pretty amazing! It's <laughs> like really good. The I'm honestly the thing Look that like at the mouth, the mouth the mouth, teeth. The <laughs> mouth and how the
0: lips curl around the teeth is like what I was, I'm i like. That is crazy. I just like, I don't know if amazing. I can see that happen in real time. That's a lot of work. There's no reason it can't. I mean, it, it would just. I don't think it would be a launch game if that were the case. If that's the level of detail they're going for with it. I mean, remember, like with mocap, you
1: have that data. Yeah. All you need is the hardware to to run it in real time.
0: I guess I've never seen like. That detailed of mocap where you have, like, little dots on their lips or whatever. You don't need
1: dots on the lips anymore like that. The like, camera just reads it. Yeah. Mm. The, the camera's just that good now. Oh,
0: okay. Gotcha. You can
1: you can mostly thank the people that designed the rigs for Avatar for that. Oh. Like, James Cameron jump motion capture way ahead. Oh, there you it's go. It's obviously gotten better independently since then. But, yeah, you can do the – I mean, you're still wearing, like, the dots and stuff. But, like, in the same way that the Oculus can track your fingers, like – these it, things can track yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Matter of fact, there's a guy, if you see this on Twitter, it's on Twitter if you go looking. Uh, there's a guy who has rigged up a mocap program in Dreams that involves what? strapping... A, a PS4 controller to your head and the back of your head, and taping string to the different controls, and then onto your face. And when you move, it moves a, a button, <laughs> and it makes like it's a video of him like doing all these facial Whoa. things. and they, The character on the screen is doing his. Ah, facial I'll facial dig that actions. up and try to get it curated to sit It's uh, mocap it is in a whole new world at this point. Actually, it's send about, me a link to that. It's about, about to become about like a consumer available tech.
0: That's great. So that's great. Buckle uh, up. We have a lot more exclusives to get, or uh, it, uh, debuts to get through. Next up, Godfall. So we got to see the first in-engine Xbox One Series X game, and then followed up by the first in-engine mm-hmm. PlayStation 5 game. Uh, this game is Which coming from Gearbox. It we learn even Xbox. less about. Yeah. What
1: do you think of the look of this game? Yeah. I-, I thought it was too human, too. Yeah. Right? Uh, also, it's not Gearbox. Oh, it's, it's, it, they're publishing. They're, they're basically like lifting it up but yeah. it's a different i don't remember the
0: development yeah, they're not name. developing it it's gearbox publishing is handling the publishing of
1: gearbox it. is like kind of shepherding it through with 2k or something um or with sony or whatever it's uh so yeah gearbox gearbox is basically their agent yeah. on this yeah um and they talked a little bit about finding the game being presented the game and being like we will do anything we need to do to help you get this published how do you feel about this being the first PS5 game revealed? I mean, I I mean it looks visually very impressive, but I don't know anything about it, and I don't know why I'm supposed to care. I guess it's a slasher looter. Yeah, that? yeah, it's a loot slasher yeah. instead of a a loot Lo- shooter, shooter. Shooter, it's, it's a, a hack and slasher. slash with loot. Yeah. I mean, that's very much in my wheelhouse, but like I need to see the game before I you know this is basically a, a real time cutscene. Yeah, yeah, it's just
0: in engine cinematics basically. Yeah. Um, but if you're Sony. I mean you would think Sony probably had to sign off on this. But if you were some degree, yeah. if you were Sony, would you have signed off on this being the first PlayStation 5 game the public ever sees? Probably, yeah. Yeah. I think
1: because I don't care about this one that much. Yeah. You know, I want to care about yeah, I care about the presentation of our first party stuff and kind of our our line partners. This is basically a this is a throwaway third party game that like sure it's it's, you know, not nothing, but it's also sort of the least revealing of anything you know if people don't react positively to this like you don't really need to worry about it because it's not a major franchise it's not a, an important ip to sony and on top of that like the vast majority of people who like the mainstream consumers are never going to know that was shown so, so you don't think they'll ever even see that the the mainstream consumers i mean they'll see it when they show up in like some larger profile thing or get advertised on like baseball or the the olympics or something this year but like i don't think they'll ever know this happened okay i'm Game awards are watched by a couple million people, but like I just wonder if none that, of none of my f- casual gaming friends even know it exists. Like you mean the award show, the award show at all? Let alone these. Yeah, what, what, what random. something
0: like it. this to me transcends the award show though. First ever in-engine footage of, none of a PlayStation know it Five game. So that hasn't kind has of has not made its way out and okay. probably won't because that's not a very
1: interesting visual. Okay, frankly, because to me, I. If if they showed, like, God of War 2 or, like, some major franchise that people, like, knew about, and, and like, that would probably make the rounds faster, and I think Sony knows that.
0: Yeah, see, that's why I would suggest that the first time they show a game running on PS5, it's a game like that instead of something like this because this could... Leave a negative impression on people. I don't think it does. Okay. It looks fine. It looks great. But like, it's just not a thing I care about because it's
1: it's not established and I don't know what it is. You know, I don't I don't have enough information to know if I care about this new thing. And because it's a new thing, I don't have the built in hype for a thing that I'm familiar with. So it's actually like a super safe thing to put on this. What is basically a niche show to make us feel like we're happy and we got a thing. We got a PS5 tidbit. And also, it doesn't make it look like Sony's got no answer to Microsoft unveiling the new system in the
0: same show. I wonder too if Jeff used that as a bargaining. I th- I, th- <laughs> I think that's definitely as a bargaining to that. chip yeah. to get. Yeah. Uh, next up, bravely default two. This was kind mm-hmm. of a surprise. A 3DS JRPG that had a huge cult following mm-hmm. gets a sequel on Switch. Like I it, thought it was going to
1: be Octopath too. Yeah, at first, but it like, it I'm lo- happy with this.
0: It looks like a 3DS game running on Switch. Though. I mean, it looks
1: like Bravely Default. It does. It, yeah. definitely. I mean, and I'm fine with that. I like Bravely Default. So I I, mean, I. I did too. But it's a handheld game that ran
0: on a processor that was in calculators. Yeah, well, like- <laughs> for a lot of people,
1: this will also be a handheld game.
0: Yeah, not me. I but- mean, that is kind of the interesting thing about Switch is that I guess depending on your perspective, it will affect on have an effect on how you view the mm-hmm. software for it. Well,
1: I don't care. Like, I like Bravely Default, and I like the 3DS's output. And if you want to give me, you know, since the 3DS and no equivalent exists anymore, if you want to give me games like that on the Switch, I am completely fine with that. Yeah. Also, that looks way better than anything the 3DS can well, do. Well, yeah, but... Like, the art style is still but the but same. But look at the
0: <laughs> character model.
1: Yeah, but the art style's that's the art style. That's what yeah. Bravely Default looks like.
0: Well, it's weird because that art style kind of exists because it was originally a 3DS game where they couldn't use a ton of polygons. Yeah, and... but you could say that about almost half the indie games that are made today. Like, but you, now do, that... Does, does
1: Katana Zero have to look like that? No, but they chose it because that's what they wanted it to look my
0: like. My point is that it's uh, technical limitations are then, are sort of being swapped out for quote unquote house style now. Like... I think that's like basic art
1: though. Like that's like, you know, like it's like how, you know, the art of Star Wars comes in part from all they could manage to do with physical effects in 1977. Like, yeah. you know, limitations are good. Limitations make you more creative most of the time. And the fact that they found this thing that works for this and they're just going to make it look, you know, the, the grass is prettier. They, the, the clothes are more detailed. Like, but it's the same art style. And as soon as I saw those characters, I'm like, oh, it's really yeah, yeah. Fall. I mean, that's like, why they sh- they use that shot in the trailer for sure. So like, yeah, I'm fine with it. You know, um keep, you got stuff that worked on the 3ds keep it rolling like i wouldn't i you know frankly i wish phoenix Wright was still 2d 2d art, art, hand-drawn art I, yeah. I don't really like the 3d stuff so no i agree with that Yeah. You know, keep it rolling if it works
0: next up sons of the forest this game actually uh has been around for a long time it was mm-hmm. just called the forest though i thought it was a sequel to the forest the Forest was never finished. If you go back and look at, like, their... I have The Forest. I just don't oh, think I've do? ever played it. If you go back and look at their YouTube channel for the studio, like, it nev- The Forest never released. Well, it's been out for a long
1: time, like, in, you know, whatever early access what you want to call it. Right. Like, it never... I know because it updates on my Steam, like, every five days. Yeah.
0: This looks like they've taken a more supernatural angle towards yeah. towards it than what they had worked on before. Uh, it appears that you're flying into an island on a helicopter, it crashes, and suddenly you're in, like, supernatural hell. It reminded me a little bit of The Hunt. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, doesn't really move the me- needle much for me, though. No. One of the smaller reveals from the show. Uh, next, I, I thought it was a fun, like the the title reveal was pretty funny though. Oh yeah, like Sons of yeah.
1: the Forest.
0: I'm yeah. like, okay, <laughs> it's a weird game for sure. Like this scene, I think that scene there was one of the more memorable scenes. Like I'll remember from the, the game of uh, the, the multi limb dancer, yeah, game. on the tree, yeah. Like it, for whatever, it's seared into my memory probably forever. Uh, next up, No More Heroes three. Uh, they didn't show much of this in the Game Awards. They showed, like, a 30, 45-second yeah, snippet. expanded trailer on. But then online, it's, like, six minutes long. It's like this VHS cartoon from the 80s that kind of sets up the plot of the game. This game is insane. I mean, we kind of knew it was going to be, but after this, I have, like, no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's confusing. I, I don't know. To so some people, it's probably confusing and bewildering in all the best ways. Well, it seems to be kind of like a take on the
1: 80s nostalgia thing. Yeah. Cuz look, like uh No More Heroes has always been pretty sharp satire. Uh the first one more than the second one, I would yeah. say. Um but like this is ET by way of Stranger Things and then <laughs> and then ET comes back 20 years later obsessed yeah. with Marvel movies. <laughs> like that's like it's it, I mean, I think this is a really Clever premise. Oh yeah, to go for with sure. and like yeah. and it just doesn't. And then you introduce the the no more heroes concept and Travis and like this thing could be completely off the rails. Yeah. Like it, it, I hope it is. it sounds we need really more games cool. like that. Yeah, and this is still
0: a Switch exclusive, I believe.
1: Um, I don't know. I don't. Rem- I, I don't remember. I think I don't it think is. it is. No, I think it might also be on PC. I can't remember. I can check
0: real quick. Um, nope, just Switch switch yep but uh, my guess is it'll eventually come out for everything else yeah uh, but look you can find the full thing on sifted I highly recommend you check it out uh, I kind of sold it short on the game awards because you're just kind of watching this cartoon You're like what? what is this like what how does this relate to no more heroes you really kind of got to watch the whole thing to get it mm-hmm. but uh Good idea and yeah. really creative and well-executed. Like, it's a pretty good 80s cartoon. <laughs> I mean, it looks way better than anything in the 80s. It does, yeah. So. Yeah, the animation quality is way better. Uh, next up, Ruin King, League of Legends story. So there is a an imprint inside Riot uh, that is publishing games that aren't League of Legends. And this mm-hmm. is – there are, are tons of projects in the works. We saw some of them – Uh, During Riot's 10-year thing that they just did, like, a few weeks ago, Um, this is, like, the first single-player story-driven, presuming an action-adventure we don't really know yet, Mm -hmm. uh, set in the League of Legends universe. For whatever reason, Gangplank, which is probably one of my least favorite League of Legends characters, is, like, the center of the lore for League of Legends, um, and he's a pirate, and so as you can see, this you trailer. Say. Yeah, <laughs> and as you can see, this trailer takes place mm-hmm. on the seas. Um, it's smart for Riot to be doing this to get its character and its i its characters and its IP out into other genres to get people hooked on them, and then maybe they mm-hmm. try out League, and, well, and they've got a lot to, more. I mean,
1: they have literal like phone books full of like backstory and oh, lore yeah. for
0: this world that like no one's ever seen because it's all internal. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we used to make fun of calling, you know, we'd say Riot Game instead of Riot Games, plural. But now, they are Riot Games.
1: Yeah. So we,
0: they have League, and they've shown us, what, three or four other games at this point. So yeah, it, well, be, they're turning into, like, a normal publisher. Eventually. I mean, these games yeah. are way out. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think we'll out. see any of that stuff probably for two years at least. At least. Knowing Riot. The fighting, I mean, the fighting, Riot, is, the fighting game
1: I know is, like, I mean, they said years until Alpha. Yeah. So
0: it's a long way out. Well, they had Seth Killian there. And he left, right? Is he still there? No, Seth left a long time ago. Yeah. He went to uh, Fortnite. Right. That's right. Everybody goes to Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody wants to live in Raleigh. Yeah. I don't know about that, but <laughs> they know that, that that's a, a money train. that's not pulling into the station anytime soon. It's going to keep on rolling. Uh, next up, Weird West. Uh, this is by Wolf Eye, Wolf Eye Studios. It is bo mostly comprised of former Arcane Studios developers. So they made games like Prey and Dishonored. So I suspected that its first game would be this, you know, this immersive sim where you can do anything. You can be anyone. You can play it however you want. But no, no, no Matt. Budgets are a thing once, yeah, you, yeah. once you leave the Bethesda fold. It's an isometric action RPG. I never would have guessed that. Um, maybe they're smart, and they're like, you know what? We're not spending our own money on these games that don't sell. <laughs> Bethesda can do that, but we won't. Well, and also, like, maybe it's
1: what they wanted to make. That's true. And couldn't. I mean, yeah. you, know, you might have a guerrilla game situation here. I was like, well, what? They're making an open-world third-person RP action RPG? Like, all they do is make Killzone. It's like, well, guess what? They were way better at the action RPG than they were at Killzone. Yeah, that's so.
0: true who knows this might be what they really wanted to do it does have a really cool premise it has a very cool look to it Mm -hmm. um the wild west to me is something that should be explored more in video games it's definitely an underused setting
1: yep for sure especially horror in the the wild west yep which seems to be at least a factor
0: here yep so it looks interesting um my guess is we'll see more of this soon some of these other games probably not weird west makes me think there's lovecraft here oh oh, yeah for sure Um, But certainly a surprise to see that coming from people Mm -hmm. who used to make Prey and Dishonored and all that immersive sim type stuff. Uh, Next up, arguably the biggest game trailer from the show, unless you're really hyped about Hellblade 2 or Godfall, Ghost of Tsushima uh, showed a brand new trailer, five minutes long, pretty long trailer. They had teased it before with like a 30 second snippet and then they showed the full thing at the Game Awards. Uh, Matt we all know that you are hyped over the moon for this game. How did you like this trailer? It was good. I mean, we still don't really get a whole lot. Um, yeah. But mostly story-driven. Mostly story-driven, but I
1: like what I see. I, I do question why sometimes it's in Japanese and sometimes it's in English.
0: Yeah, it's a little um, strange.
1: I don't know what what, what the, the rule on that will be. Again, like I said before, I think the use of color in this is phenomenal. Like, Sucker Punch is one of the best in, when it comes to using color in games. Yeah. Um, even like just the way you see early on, this is all like yellow, and they're green, and they st- the green and red stands out, and then the dark of the of the ghost stands out because he's in black. And but then by the end of the trailer, after he they have the fight, and he goes and says, to, he basically does the Batman thing and says, "Go tell your friends about me." Yeah. kind of Thing, when he turns and walks back to this to the sun, like to the into the light, there the leaves have turned red. Yeah. To be blood, and it's like it's. I love what they're doing with the visuals with this. Like, we still don't know a whole lot about the, the actual combat and how everything's going to work, but it does seem to be oddly close to my whole, like, people used to ask me, if you had unlimited budget, like, what game would you make? And I used to say, like, I would make an open-world feudal Japan ninja game. There and, you like, go. This is pretty close. Yeah, oh, yeah. I you know, mean, that's like, pretty much it. I don't know how open-world it is yet, though. I think it's pretty, I mean, judging by that first... Peak, it's pretty open. I mean, it's at least like Witcher Three open, uh, Witcher Two open, where it's a like big open location. So it's probably like God of War open. You think? I don't know. I think it
0: might be full open. I think more than Infamous that? open. Okay. I mean, there's big, big areas here. Yeah, so. you're right. I mean, looking at Infamous, its prior games, that that yeah. would make sense, absolutely. Uh, to me, the best part of the trailer was the end, where they do a montage of like mm-hmm. all this stuff that we've never seen from the game, and they're just these quick cuts. That really kind of show you how the game is going to be played and kind of what the, the gameplay loop is going to be like, what the combat's going to be like. The game is freaking gorgeous, man. Yeah. I, I mean, also like
1: that they're not going fantasy with it. Yeah. Like there's not going to be any – it's not – you know, Sekiro and Neo kind of have that covered. Like we don't yeah. need any 20-foot ogres. We don't, we don't need, need supernatural things. stuff. Yeah, it's just going to be – Blades. Bright. Not really historically
0: accurate, but it's just going to be people. Yep. So I'm, I'm cool with that. Looking hot. Next up, this is a trailer – that changed my mind the most on a game at the Game Awards, and that is Gears Tactics. Um, first trailer for this was shown. I was very pleasantly surprised by this. The production values in this are like freaking ridiculous. It's mm. like you were saying earlier, giving big budgets to ideas that don't usually get them. This is kind of one of those deals. Like, obviously XCOM's a great game, but they still don't have the budget that Microsoft has to pull off something like mm. this. You also, they also don't have the expectation that a Gears game. That's has. true, um, but it's crazy watching. It looks like a normal Gears of War game until yeah. they switch to the combat. Like you can tell that the attention to detail, the investment in this game, definitely probably the most expensive turn-based strategy game ever made would be my guess. Pretty close, and it's good to see kind of these these this level of production values in the genre. Um, not that XCOM looks bad or anything it, it looks great but this is a, a different level for sure uh, I'm really excited for it this could end up becoming like a pretty big franchise for Microsoft going forward so I thought it had a really really good showing despite the fact that Gears 5 really got shut out at mm-hmm. uh, the Game Awards I saw Rod Ferguson posting some stuff on Twitter where he was pretty bummed um, that's the way it is though and I would say this too if you couldn't win this year then yeah, <laughs> this true. was your year. Like this was the year the the door was kind of open for a lot of games to kind of slide in there and get an award. And if you did I just don't. I don't know where I would have put Gears. I mean, Gears Five
1: I think was nominated for the right stuff, but I there, I certainly wouldn't have picked it to win any of the it.
0: categories. Um, and then last and certainly least, Fast and Furious Crossroads. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, th- it's, this probably
1: plays well because it is by the Project Cars team, but. Wow. It I mean the characters <laughs> look like what is this PS3 ass like looking animation like wh- The
0: crazy thing is it's it's being made by Slightly Mad which yeah. is great. Like they're a good studio. Like yeah, wh- why I does mean, this game the, the look car- so
1: crap? Well the cars look fine. Like, the, everything about the, but the people look fine, I think. Um, the driving I'm sure will be good, but you can see like um if you watch really close like there's no physics like on the cars really like whenever well, they take turns like there don't... will be I mean it's project cars I mean yeah. they're gonna get it, get there the problem is I don't th- I don't know if these guys have ever done people before maybe you know and like there, it's it was doubly weird because like. You just saw Michelle Rodriguez in Vin Diesel, and then you see this, and you're like, oh, my. Like, yeah, that, that was, is,
0: yeah. See him like the sorry, real person. You, you might want to
1: have a word with someone because <laughs> I just got to very, very closely compare the real you to this you, and I don't know if they've done you justice. Yep. Um, also, it was a little weird that Jeff introduced Michelle Rodriguez, who then introduced this trailer, who, and then introduced Vin Diesel, who then introduced the orchestra.
0: <laughs> who then after, introduced the Game of the Year Awards.
1: Yeah, after <laughs> the talking Game of the Year for five minutes about things that we didn't even know about. Yeah. Because like, I don't think they'd seen each other in a while. <laughs> yeah, it seemed that way. Uh, I mean, I understand why it closed the show, because yeah. they were two big celebrities. Big, and... I mean, is Vin Diesel the biggest person that's ever been on the VGA, the v, the TGAs? Yeah.
0: Uh...
1: I mean, like, most famous, not, like, yeah, I mean, largest human. I mean, he might yeah, be the to, largest to, like, the person. general
0: public, probably. Yeah. yeah. Like the most recognizable famous yeah. person, like, yeah, he might pro- be. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I understand why they did it. It's just a shame to close the show with such a bad-looking game. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> It's got a ways to go, I hope. <laughs> Definitely. I hope it does.
1: I hope it's like two years out. <laughs> it needs to be. I mean, it wouldn't. I mean, they got two. I mean, next year we got Fast 9 and the year after we got Fast 10. So if you yeah. wanted to push it to 2021, like there's still a movie to release it on the back of there. So. Okay. It could. Yeah. But I think Fast 10, they're going to space <laughs> to rescue a clone of Han. So <laughs> I don't know. That's my theory. (laughs) That
0: would be great. I would watch a Fast and the Furious movie again if that actually happened.
1: I I think there is almost no doubt they are going to space, and I will also not rule out time travel. Oh. Hopefully it turns out better than when
0: Jason went to space from Friday the 13th. Yeah, just about anything would. (laughs) That was so bad. Okay, so that's the reveals. Uh, We're just going to put a bow on the Game Awards by talking about the actual awards briefly. Um, Were there any awards that stood out to you where you were like, what? Like, How did that game win that category? No, I mean, my I, my
1: big what was Disco Elysium wins four awards and isn't nominated for Game of the Year while the RPG that didn't win anything was. Yeah. And I know that's kind of a slant, but, like, come on. Like, I mean, it's weird that, like, they got all those awards right because those are basically what I, I would have picked too for Disco Elysium, but then it's not in the top slot. I don't, I, I don't know if anything else won as many awards as it did. It may have been the game that won the most, now yeah. that I think about it. So I don't know. But that's it wasn't my only, there. That's my main thing. Um, I think Game of the game of the Year was pretty dead on. Um, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect it, Sekiro to win, but like, hey, awesome. I wonder if that was more like the only game everyone could agree
0: on. It might be. <laughs> like, I mean, it's tough this year. Picking Game of the Year, this yeah. is the easily the toughest year I've had since Sifted launched. Yeah, and even the, looking back before that, it's up there, I like the control. Got some love. Yeah. Um, what do you think about uh, Kojima winning uh, Game
1: Direction? Yeah, one Game Direction, but it wasn't the best game of the year. That's the, interesting. The
0: inevitable Best
1: Game Director award. Yeah, I played. don't think there was any way around that. But uh,
0: I mean, I don't. I mean, don't silly. you think that they
1: voted? The journalists just voted for him. Maybe. I mean, I don't think Jeff would fudge the vote. I don't think he would either. I just feel like there's sort of like this feeling, it's like ah, we got. He, Jeff he's flying all it's. the way over here. We. <laughs> It's ba- you know it was basically the Death Stranding preview show for three years. Like yeah. we might as well recognize. But it's like if the Kojima if Kojima's the best director, how was that not best narrative? Yeah, I don't know because since that's his whole thing. <laughs> yeah. It didn't win anything. How did it not win best music? It, it did win. Best oh, music. it did. Yeah. It Did win best
0: music. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And it did have and a it good And d- it earns that. Yeah.
1: yeah. Kojima has a fine playlist
0: on his iPod. Yeah, like he's, it's he has a good taste in music for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there weren't any awards that really stuck out for me. But I think a big problem is is that this... The award, and we're about to do our Game of the Year awards, but the awards this year are really splitting hairs. Like, yeah, some of the true. awards... I sat there yesterday thinking about them for a really long time, and I just finally was like, you know what? I can't rationalize this. Which one did I enjoy the most? And that's generally yeah. what I ended up giving the awards for. So uh, it's really hard to begrudge any award Game of the Year awards yeah. in uh, 2019, because I mean, it really is just like, what do you like?
1: Yeah, and like it's, it's just so... It's so hard to compare some of the best things because they were so disparate and so specific to like taste. Yeah. And, like you know, like you know, it's weird that Resident Evil Two didn't win anything. But then when you think about it, it's like there's it a lot. There's some stuff stacked against it being a remake, being so early
0: in the in the year, being an highest game. reviewed game of the year. Yeah. Didn't win anything. Didn't win anything. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> that's the way it goes sometimes. Uh, so anyway, that's the Game Awards 2019. I enjoyed them. I had a, I had a great time watching them and working during the the uh, awards. Again, I think it's a little long. I think you could probably chop 30, 45 minutes off of it, and I don't think anyone would be worse for the wear. No, there I might mean, be financial considerations there because there were more commercial yeah. blocks this year. Than a lot of commercials. Yeah. I
1: mean that's how you pay for the show. It is, I mean, yeah, you know, absolutely. It's yep. uh, but there's a couple. Of, there are a couple of weird ads now. I can't remember what they were. There was one particular ad. I think it was a Sony ad or something. Where I was like, what the hell is that? Now I can't remember what it was. Yeah. I specifically remember reacting to one ad where I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> Letter grade for the Game Awards 2019. Um. As an awards show, I'd probably give it, like, a C+. Plus. As a commercial
0: advertisement show, I'd probably give it, like, an A-. Minus. Yeah. I'll g- I think I would give it a flat A, honestly. Um, I love Grimes. That certainly helps a lot, because I never expected her to be there to mm-hmm. perform. Um, so that was a pleasant surprise. I thought Jeff did a great job getting guests across the spectrum. Um, there were just top shelf people. Oh, the Stadia. From-
1: ad. Thank you, Snub Barracuda. The Stadia uh, uh, ads were like, what? The oh, yeah, St- they were like
0: goofy. They're good. Yeah. Well, they're, they're
1: from the lawn. I mean, they've been around for a while. I've seen, I have not seen, seen them. I've seen them before. But like, they're still listing bullet points that don't exist yet in yeah. the surface. And yeah. it's like, yeah, one day I'm sure you'll be able to do all those <laughs> things. But you can't right now,
0: suckers. Like... I mean, I just, I honestly struggle to think of ways for Jeff to improve the show, and I think when you get to that point, that's a pretty good sign that he's doing a a pretty damn good job. So, flat A for me. Like, I have to leave the A plus open there for him if he somehow improves it. But this is really kind of in its groove at this point. Yeah, at least Green Book didn't win. Green Book.
1: There's the Oscars this year. Oh, wow. Oh. The Oscars this year, the best <laughs> I thought pic- you
0: were using a play on words between Green Day and something no, else. No,
1: I'm talking about uh, of the very poor best picture choice this year. It was, uh. it was a it was a much more satisfying show in the end because it at
0: least gave the best Best of the year award to a good thing. Okay. All right, so there you go. That's this special edition of Game Face. Just to wrap up the Game Awards and talk about Xbox Series X. We are about to go dark here on the stream. We'll be down for just a couple minutes, and then we're coming right back with our Game of the Year awards for 2019. Um, Some of you are watching the archives. Maybe you don't watch our Game of the Year awards. Before I sign off on Game Face for the year, I just want to thank each and every one of you for all your support this year. It's been a great year in 2019. Uh, We're going to have an even better 2020, people. we got some big announcements coming up for early in the year next year. And so we'll see you then. So everybody, stick around in the stream. The stream's not going to go down. It's just going to go to dark for a couple seconds, and we're going to come back up with our Game of the Year awards, and we're going to hand it out 24 different categories we have this year. So it's going to be a big show. So everybody, have a great day. Have a great holiday season. Game Face is up and out.